Welcome to our ICT4D conference podcast. My name is Sonja Rutzel at Ziras, and I'm interviewing experts for you on applying digital innovations for global development and humanitarian response. Today, we're starting a new interview series on digital tech and the food crisis. After years of decreasing hunger, global food insecurity is rising again. Environmental degradation and climate change, as well as social inequalities and conflicts, are increasing and threatening the livelihoods of millions. With this podcast, we're exploring how organizations are using ICT and data to address these food security challenges. Kicking us off is Tembani Malapeya from the Food and Agricultural Organization at the United Nations. Welcome, Tembani. Thank you for allowing me. Before I ask you about the current food crisis and the role digital technology could play, could you please tell us more about your role at the FAO's ER Creek business? Give me this opportunity. My name is Tembani Malapela. I'm a knowledge and information management officer. And my work really is into ICTs, into digital agriculture. So one of my core areas of work is to support the e-agriculture community of practice that was built over a decade ago. And the e-agriculture facilitates dialogue, information exchange, sharing of ideas related to the use of ICTs or what we refer to now as digital technologies for sustainable agriculture and rural development. But that's one part of my work. The other part is to coordinate a group or a team on digital agriculture in the Office of Innovation, where we focus on policy support for FAO countries in developing national digital agriculture strategies. We also support country programs and projects in um, implementing uh, ICTs in agriculture. For example, e-market information system or a value chain supports. Also, my team works closely in uh, upstreaming and what we call emerging technologies such as blockchain, uh, artificial intelligence, and also uh, seeing how we can use digital technologies to support agri-food systems. Thank you, Tembani. I've added a link in the podcast description for anybody looking to find out more. So my first question for you is, What are the biggest food security challenges the world is facing right now? And also, what are the correct terms? Are we talking about a food crisis or food insecurity? Well, it's a very difficult way. I mean, being in the UN, you always have challenges in defining things. And when you define things, you make them a little bit very challenging. Well, but what we talk of is before COVID, we were talking about the food insecurity. We were talking about generic challenges that are there in food systems. But now, because of the war and other climate-related situations, they have put a pressure on the way we produce food, the way we farm, the way the food moves from the farms to the table, as it were. So um, there was a UN conference uh, organized uh, in uh, 2021. It's called UN Food Systems Summit. In that summit, a lot of more roles were assigned to UN food systems where all the complementary systems that are used in producing food by looking at all the producers, um, such as farmers, fisheries, such as pastoralists, and, and also smallholder farmers, and then looking at everyone else involved into transforming the food, the way that we produce food, the way that we 
consume food. So we talk about the food uh, systems now. Yes, um, we also talk about the food crisis. The food crisis is the crisis of our uh, biggest challenge that we do have. We have two faced challenges when it comes to food. The first is that there is a lack, there is a, a growing number of people who are hungry every day in the developing world. According to the recent numbers, between 702 and 828 million people were hungry in 2021. And the number has grown by 150 million since the outbreak of the COVID-19. Generally, the factors that are really affecting the way we produce food, which we call the agri-food systems, you have mentioned them, uh, their climate, the protected uh, crises that are there. There is uh, insecurity that has been caused by the conflict in Ukraine, between Ukraine and Russia. There are also other wars anywhere else outside um, these two, which are affecting this. There is also climate. So there are a number of factors, the rising cost of food and the rising cost of fertilizer. So all these are factors that are affecting what we call today the food crisis. Thank you so much for clarifying this. So it sounds it's a more holistic approach, but also a lot of increased challenges. So I guess no wonder that we are also looking at digital technology and particular data to address these challenges and to, to help the programming. How do you see the role of digital technology and data play in addressing the food insecurity? Quite a very good question. I mean, before COVID pandemic, when we talked of digital technologies or ICTs, it was sort of a very elective discussion. But when the world went into COVID, the question of using digital became the norm, right? We could not restrict movements and we had to work from home. So in a way, the COVID accelerated the uptake of technologies and digital technologies. But also COVID and also the accelerated development of uh, digital technologies themselves were seen as a way that can help uh, the transformation of the agri-food systems. So for us to track the food that is produced on the farm, to the middleman and then to the consumer, we needed technologies. We needed technologies that can track this. So basically, the survival of the agri-food systems during COVID and post-COVID uh, survived partly because of larger contribution with uh, digital technologies. So the transformation of the way how we produce food and way how we deliver food will really be greatly impacted by digital technologies. Let me talk about digital technologies and technologies in general in the food productions. I mean, um, we are producing a lot of uh, equipment that we use now on the farm, uh, such as tractors, such as uh, soil moisture sensors, such as uh, crop calendars that are used to um, support the farmers to, to control on-farm on weather stations, fertilizers and inputs, uh, systems that allow us to do that. The farming of today has been uh, mainly automated, but the farming of tomorrow will be very much digital because we will use a lot of these technologies to track the way that uh, the farming practices are done. So this is just in the example I gave in the food production, but also think about the fisheries, think about the forestries, think about uh, the number of uh, animal production. Technologies are making it relatively easy to be able to be productive on the farm. But this is the same across the 
food chain or food value chain systems because when you look at transportation storage when you look at marketing and selling we have accustomed to see the situations of using apps to order our food using app to track certain uh, processes so the technologies have been have been there i mean the only challenge that we we have to be very sure about is um these new technologies do not allow us to leave some people behind because of uh, them not being able to have access to technology not being able to be connected not being able to have those services it is what the discussion is at the un level now how we can um, use technology sustainably in able to do so you mentioned the second part which is the part of data definitely all these uh, technologies uh, that we talked about cannot survive without the access to our primary farm data secondary data that is processed and platform data that is available aggregately that can be used by various uh, technologies that are there such as apps such as uh, blockchain such as uh, machine learning to be able to process these value added services that are, are there so on one side we do have the technology and on the other side we need data we need open data or we need data that is available reliable and the best data that we can get is the best, is the data that is produced automatically as the farming processes go on properly aggregated properly um, let me say structured data and made available widely these are the two pillars for how uh, digital technologies can be very useful in the agri-food system transformation Thank you very much for this overview and sharing the the general trend of course we're seeing with increased digitization and increased use of data overall may i ask you if you had to choose like a specific technology innovation is there something you're particularly excited about something that you think might hold the greatest opportunity to make an impact or so whether you obviously mentioned earlier in uh, explaining the work your your team does like cryptocurrency of course we always hear about ai or always uh, innovations around gis so what particular uh, technology innovation are, are you excited about it's a very tricky question but also a very excitingly challenging one so the the challenging one is the fact that uh, there are a number of technologies that come up Uh, you mentioned artificial intelligence you mentioned uh, a blockchain you mentioned uh, a number of these technologies i think for me the most uh, exciting one is to be able to use data so artificial intelligence for me is one that will uh, likely to be able to get insight from uh, various data that we have of course i am saying this uh, from a un perspective i'm saying this with a pinch of salt because again artificial intelligence in the wrong hands we will will actually widen the gap between those who have and those who don't have having said that caveat i think that still artificial intelligence and machine learning can provide solutions that allow the food systems to consume and use data for a number of areas for example let's talk about weather warning and resilience looking at climate changes looking at production changes also giving us on the fly uh, estimates so it could work really for policy implementation and also for policy overview so i'm excited about this technology if it's used very well and also its ability to consume a number of aspects of applicability you can use it in an economic sense we can use it with the production data 
we can use it with supply data. Of course, it will take a lot of innovations and a lot of technological adaptations for it to be able to do so. But when I look at this and the way that the systems are designed, the way we produce, distribute and consume food and the challenges that we have, I can see that it is the technology that can help address these ad hoc changes that we are facing. They address systematic requests of data that we have. Of course, the biggest challenge is that there is a need for extensive use of complex computer modeling and artificial intelligence tools that are needed. Various expertise will be needed, which affects our food systems. There is a need for looking at um, a number of drivers that we have, a number of actors that we have in the food systems. But there is really, really potential in having a, what we call food systems modeling that can look at what is required at each level and see how we can do that. So if you ask me for my favorite, yes, I will say artificial intelligence and machine learning in agriculture could bring us to a situation where we can at least pinpoint areas to address in the production of food and also across the food value chain or across the food system. Thank you so much for sharing this. And I guess in some ways, maybe not so surprising, particularly going back to our first question when you were talking about the very holistic and very complex viewpoint around food security, then of course, uh, machine learning and AI really help dealing with those increased complexities. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. I think I'm at the end of my questions. Is there anything else you would like to share? Well, what I would like to say is that a holistic approach is needed for us to address the challenges that are faced in the agri-food systems. There are some policy-level implementations, there are some political-level decisions, there are some technological-level decisions that are needed, there are also some infrastructural decisions that are needed. So we need a whole systems approach. If we embrace the UN food systems um, approach of working together and working with all the partners, Technology is a driver or is an, is an enabler. As technology is also available for us, we need to be working together across the UN agencies, across the private sector, across the, the, the innovators themselves in countries and governments in addressing the challenges faced by the food systems. Otherwise, the food crisis will continue in the next decade. So countries have in the next seven years to move to their targets within the 2030 agenda. So we hope that we can leverage the adoption of technologies within the context of uh, agri-food systems. Thank you so much. Thank you also for allowing me to express my opinions and also to share this with, with the community. And thank you for listening to our ICT4D conference podcast. I hope you join us again next week when we will hear from Agra on how they're using digital technology to address food security challenges in Africa.